0: Hi everybody, welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube and podcast channel. We are finally back with Premier League football, another match preview. This one is for the Chelsea home game on Saturday, but we'll get into that in just a minute. Because before all that, I have to introduce my good, good friends, Daryl and Matty. Boys, welcome back to the match previews. It seems like an age since we've done one of these. And it's been even longer since I've done one, because I had a little trip before the international break. Where, uh, if you haven't seen me vlog, go and watch it after this one. Uh, because
1: I took a trip to Dortmund, uh, Matty, mate. Yes, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. It's fair, it this It's felt like a long time. It's felt like a long time. I just wish not to put a straight away damper on things. I just wish we were coming back into this reinvigorated with all our players available on the back of maybe a win, but it's not. But we'll get to that, we'll get to that. You know what I mean? It's, but other than that, fine. Absolutely fine. Daryl, how are you? <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, you know what? It's very refreshed. I think it's been a, a nice little week and a bit off just not having to think about things and just letting things run that course. Yes, the injuries are piling up and God knows whatever, and the treatment is bursting full of bodies and body parts and muscle <laughs> tissue and all sorts of crap. But, you know, we're getting there and it's nice to be back. Yeah. Um, And I'm just looking forward to football again, proper football, none of this international crap.
0: It was absolutely, it was, it was.
2: Well, um, before
0: we get into anything else, there is one more thing I need to do, and that is let you know about our sponsor. The Gallagher Shots match preview is brought to you by Magpin. Magpin are the go-to site for high-quality, unofficial enamel pin badges of Newcastle United players, legends, and retro kits. For more information, visit their website at magpinbadgers.bigcartel.com. Right then, so Saturday, three p.m. It's not on UK TV, unfortunately. Uh, Daryl, I believe you have a stat for us when it comes to Saturday kick yes. kickoffs.
2: So I saw a stat the other day. So I will take um, full responsibility if this is inaccurate, but I'm pretty sure it was that Eddie Howe hasn't lost a three p.m. kickoff while. Being Newcastle United manager. And I can't remember if that's just at home or if it's home and away. But I just think that's a very important thing to note, given how hectic the schedule has been and how often we've actually been on TV. Because since, since we started to gain a bit of momentum at the back end of Eddie Howard's first season, we then started to see a lot of ourselves on TV. So it's really important to note that these Saturday 3 pm games are Eddie Howard's bread and butter, I think.
0: Yeah, it's quite rare, Matty. It, it it seems like a long time since we were last playing a Saturday three o'clock. Um, yeah. Or at least it, it feels like it. It seems like we're on telly every single week. Um, mm-hmm. which, you know, is a good thing for most and can also be a bad thing for, you know, it's nice to play Saturday at three o'clock, isn't
1: it? <laughs> um well I think it's just horses for courses, isn't it? It's because we're we're in the Champions League, baby. But um it's uh, <laughs> it, it is always nice. There's something special about going up with the St James's Park. Or at three o'clock on a Saturday, you know. What I mean, you reach out the perfect time to plan your day around it. Have a few beverages, and then just yeah. walk up the ground, getting there early enough. And yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Whether Mr. Howe can keep this remarkable, if true, Daryl record um, mm. going is is another thing, though. Um, but we we shall see.
0: Not not that we don't believe you, of course. Not that we don't <laughs> believe you. <laughs> Happy to be proven wrong. Well, well,
1: we'll take a little look at
0: Chelsea, but I think we'll focus a lot more on Newcastle, given, you know, all of the injuries and everything else that we've got to talk about. But, you know, they're, they've they seemed to find a little bit of form, Daryl. Um, they are currently sitting mm-hmm. in 10th, um, 16 points, four wins, four draws and four losses. Um, yeah, I think, you know, from what we saw last season with Chelsea, and what we maybe saw in the summer with Chelsea in this in the I wanted to call it the Survivor Series, whatever it was called, the Premier League <laughs> Summer Slam, whatever they call it. Summer Slam. <laughs> I think we're going to see a different Chelsea.
2: Yeah, they, they really have started to click together, and I think we all accepted that at the start of the season that even though they were having a really terrible run of form, that they were definitely a side that was in transition. You know he had pochettino coming in and he needed a little while a good couple of months to get out his feet under the table and, and get the, the boys playing the way that he wanted them to and it's just starting to click for them just before the break there and they had some really good results you know they came back against arsenal i think they were 2-0 down or was it the other way around with a nil up against arsenal and they came back to draw it
0: yeah i think i think they were 2-0 up and drew but it was yeah they the, um, and arsenal came back the to city doors, game but, where it was
2: 4-4 yeah yeah, then the city game it was four four, and then obviously the the trip they had to White, uh, not White Hart Lane, but to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, where they benefited from a few uh, VAR decisions there, but ran out four one winners in the end. Um, and again, it's something that I mentioned to you before we we started recording that when you think back to the summer series, summer slam, Survivor Series, whatever it was, um, King of the Ring. The, the one the one thing that I noted from the game that we played out there in America was that their pace up front, even at that point, was a concern, especially for our defence. And we will we'll get on to that, but they do have a lot of pace in their team and they can hurt you with it as well. And we're just starting to see that come to the front now and the likes mm-hmm. of, yes, Sterling's and, yeah, Nathan Jackson, Nathan Jackson? I feel like it's Nathan. Nicholas Jackson. Nicholas Jackson, Jackson, that's the one. don't know where
1: Nathan
2: Ooh. came from. Um, <laughs> and, it's yeah, and... Even Mery as well. He's you know we know he's quick. Um, so there's a lot of pace in that team, and they will be able to hurt us.
0: Yeah, and and Matty, it's it, it's fair to say that obviously you know, it's no secret that Chelsea spent a lot of money, um, not only this summer but it seems to be the the winter window before and the summer mm. before that. Um, they should have the players to to cause us damage, and I think they've proven that with their results against Man City, against Arsenal, and against Spurs.
1: Hmm. And if you could cut the little players out of the paper that the teams are written on and play it that way, they probably would win, Scott. But I know we've seen, um, you know, they've just really struggle. I don't know if it's because of all these signings and the influx and just the lack of cohesion and team chemistry or anything like that. But, yeah, they've definitely on paper got the, the players to really hurt us. There's, again, players in that side that we'd like, love to have playing for us. But yep. at this moment in time, they're just... Nowhere near the sum of their parts at all. Um, it started clicking them for for, for the math. I thought against Man City. I think Man City were a little bit lackluster, albeit they scored four goals. Reading that, what you will. <laughs> but then Chelsea, Chelsea were were good enough to to force four opportunities in a, in a fantastic game. And then the Tottenham game, what Daryl hinted on. Yeah, it was four one, but was it really a four one? The fact that they struggled to break down nine men for so long, and even though Postacoglu just wanted to. Hold that line on this, the halfway line for some crazy reason, but yeah, I, I feel like they do have the players to hurt us, depending on what team shows up. Simple as they're a bit, they're just a basket case at this moment in time, mm, yeah. um, and you, it, that probably is going to make it tougher us anyhow, anyone to predict yeah. to predict what they're up against. Um, but it's a case of I feel a case of what's gonna you know swing this one way or the other uh the options that one team's going to have and the lack of options on on the other team
0: yeah is it is there an argument daryl that maybe this international break's come at the wrong time for chelsea where for us it's come it came at the right time to just get some some juice back in those engines that we that we've so desperately needed
2: but juice, brother. you, know, you hit the
0: form you have a two-week break who knows what comes back after that right
2: yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you think back to last season, how often we were saying this argument, even about us, about you know going into these international breaks, having maybe just one, two, or three on the bounce, and thinking, why do we need an international break now? When it's going to disrupt mm. our form and and all that. And it, it's almost as if the shoe was on the other foot now, because last season it was Chelsea who were playing extra games in the Champions League and whatnot, and they were going into these games, and they would probably have had similar problems to what we're having now. And um, but I would say that our our problems are maybe a little bit more unprecedented than that because of the amount of injuries that we're picking up. But again, you know, um, we had a, a much gentler schedule last season, so we were able to maintain playing a, a very solid 11 for the, for most of that season. Um, and, you know, we definitely needed this international break, even though we're still going to be missing a large portion of the squad mm-hmm. from now for the next few weeks and then leading up into Christmas in this horrible, horrible schedule that we've now got to face coming up after this game um and again we think i think we'll we'll see just how vital the break's been for us and i think you know we all hope that everything's all right with, with with kieran trippier but he had to leave the england squad that's technically almost a bonus for us in a way in a cruel twist of it, yeah. because it gave him an extra few days back with us at, at benton for training um and you know the brazil boys played last night so they'll probably not rock up until late to early or late tomorrow and then we will have friday to, to to train as well um miggy well, you, you could argue that
0: which... joe linton getting sent off was a blessing in disguise for us yeah absolutely it got him rested a bit more didn't it
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah true and, and miggy didn't even have to fly out to south america with paraguay this time around with his train. so we'll see what happens and obviously we'll have to wait and see what Eddie has to say on friday in the presser
0: yeah and, and that's one thing to remember when we when we move forward here that we're doing this before press conference on Friday. Um, yeah. we've talk, we'll have talked. we we'll touch on our injuries in just a minute, Matty, but Chelsea have got a fair few as well. I think a lot of teams have a fair few injuries. I, I don't think we're the only ones struggling here, but from what I saw on uh, premierinjuries.com, which is where I get my injury news, uh, they're not a sponsor, by the way, um, eight injuries that Chelsea have, uh, Fofana, Chilwell, uh, Lavia, Colwell, Gusto, Nkunku, uh, Chabala, and then Chukwomenka. Uh, Are the names on their list? I think a couple of those are due back. I think as we went live, uh, Fabrizio Romano, everyone's favourite ITK, put a picture of Nkunku putting some boots on, saying that he's closer than we think. So maybe he could come back this weekend, Um, which, you know, Daryl mentioned the pace in the summer series. He was one of those boys who Mm. was causing us some trouble with his pace.
1: Mm -hmm. Just you reading that list of injuries for Chelsea, it yeah. Just tells you about like what's gone on at Chelsea, like like these last mm-hmm. couple of like transfer windows. Because I was like, who I signed him? Like I, I was like, <laughs> I was, I was like oh, yeah, I remember they signed him. And I was like, mm-hmm. Lavia. I was like, oh yeah, signed him, didn't they? And then like <laughs> like even though they signed Moise Caicedo, like what? And then yeah, you, know, yeah, you forget yeah. about Pukomenko and, and all these players. <laughs> yeah. And then, I'm, then I look at that start line up and I'm like. What what is going on there? I know we've talked this has been talked about loads, right? But like what actually is going on? Because they can't even fit these players in the flipping team, man. I know they've, 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 smart, they've, they've I'm looking at the bench from the last game and like there was quite a few youngins on there. I say that as quite yeah. quite a few youngins. Some of them might just be some absolute random player that just decide for the like they'll just sign for the crack, who I've just never heard of. But yeah, they've There's got a million
0: some... down the drain. Here you go.
1: Who's that, sorry?
0: <laughs> just say, one of them random youngsters. I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just found him behind the door, <laughs> covered in <him> fluff, <floor, laughs> get, get him on. But like, but like, yeah, you know, just all these random players. That I've just forgot the Banoir, Badia, Who, by the way, if you followed my crew save on FM, of course you didn't. Oh, he was my captain. He was absolutely amazing, and he's you know he's, he's broke my heart by going to Chelsea. But um, Amando Broges is there. Like yep, these yep. players that are just I've had good seasons in the Premier League in the past, and like are just there existing. Like, it's crazy, but I just, yeah, they've got their own injuries, but I mean, again, on paper, they've got the players to replace them as well, so I don't know, it, I'm, I'm sure you know. I'd rather, I'd take what we can get, and I'd rather that none of them players be fit to, to play tomorrow. A few of those players are certainly players who can affect the game in an offensive sense, offensive, attacking yeah. sense, yeah. but um, yeah, I think there's not really much to say about Chelsea's injuries because we know where we're going to arrive in this conversation, and that's all about the absolute hell yep. that's going on at Newcastle. <laughs> well,
0: the black and white ambulance is about to pull up and arrive <sighs> buddy, because we will turn on to the Newcastle injury list. I don't know if anyone was quite ambulance bound, but uh been some pretty bad ones, Daryl. It's uh mm. there's light at the end of the tunnel, but it's not a very bright one. I think from what I saw today, and again, like I've said, we're doing this before Eddie's presser, Isak, Shaw, and Miggy, should be back. And I think there was one more, but I can't remember who else was on that list of should be back. And then I think we're looking at maybe it's a week or two for Harvey Barnes. And mm-hmm. then it's going to be slowly more and more. These players are going to come back. And there are, obviously there are some that are are out for a little bit longer, which would be nice when they come back in January or February, whenever that is.
2: Yeah, I think to add to your list there, um I think they're still assessing Sven Botman, but I think they're going to have to do a bit of trial and error with him. From listening yeah. and, and reading a few things this week. Um they they need to work out what's causing his flare up with his knee and it's not they haven't quite worked out what it is yet. And the only way they're gonna find out is if he plays again and seeing how he reacts to playing these games and and getting minutes in that in that knee of his. And I saw a picture this afternoon on X slash Twitter slash whatever Elon's calling it this week. Um, that Jacob Murphy's back in the gym as well, which is a really positive sign considering the hell he went through with his shoulder.
0: He's just not doing any shoulder raises. Um, I want to
1: see. I want to see like. A, I want to see like us take the field with like ten players, mm-hmm. and then like an ambulance back into the corner where the lasers meet the Melbourne, mm-hmm. and then like mm-hmm. some music player like a wrestler who's coming back from injury, <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or who's being, being like it was being like put out, like uh, any AEW fans. MGF, did it a couple of weeks ago. And you oh, just come yeah. in, and then they come out the back of the ambulance. There's loads of smoke
2: <laughs> and that. Run on. Like when, like, like when um, Kane like got injured by Seth Rollins, and he turned into a Demon Kane in the back of the ambulance and burst the doors open, came exactly. out. Exactly. We could
1: have a Demon Isak. Put Isak in the back <laughs> of the ambulance. <laughs> come back wearing a mask and shooting fire from his hands. Yeah.
0: I mean, we do nice have seller as a club sponsor, so anything could happen.
1: Exactly. I mean, if
0: anyone from Salah's watching, and the like, one idea. You've got two <laughs> wrestling fans, here who could probably give you a lot of stuff, a lot of food for thought yeah, when exactly. it comes to uh, how to reintroduce a player um, <laughs> into the fold. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Um, just, just want to
1: think about. Just want to think about.
0: It is. It. It certainly is. Uh, Maddie, mate. Um, um. You know what else they could do? They could just drop them in via drone. Just That's drone what I'm saying. Drone ambulance. Yeah, yeah,
1: the drones. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. A Drone
0: ambulance. Wow. Okay. Come on, <laughs> <pick him off. laughs> anyway. We are straying way off topic. Let, let's talk about the players who are good, right. Matty. Um, obviously, you know, when it, when it comes to the, the goalkeeper situation, I think we're all in agreement. That it's, it's going to be Nick Popolo. Mm-hmm. He's come under a bit of stick of late. You know, he's had a, you know, maybe a couple of not bad performances, but individual errors at certain points in games where people have maybe started to question him a little bit. I don't think anyone on this channel has, uh, but it it has been on uh on, on X or on uh, whatever you want to call it these days. Um is it unjust? Is it unjust it is, criticism?
1: Yes. I, next question. I've I've talked about this before. <laughs> Why do <did> we to <laughs> let me go? I'm not going on about it again. Like I, a couple of previews ago, I said it was I don't mm. know if it was a Dortmund preview or what. I can't remember, I, I, I didn't even did do the Dortmund preview, but it was one of the previews I said about how much Nick Pope has done for us and how much you know credit he has in the bank. And how yeah. much he has pulled us out the shit, and how yeah. much, how many saves he's made. And I know he's not that good with his feet, but it's like ugh, there's like there's people in our group, our circle of friends on this channel. There's a couple of people who've said Dubravka's better, and I'll just tell them where <sighs> to go. They're silly, they're just silly. It's better. these short memory people. There's good there was one in the comments in the last one, and I'm sure he'll jump in on this one and do it. We like the interaction, but like he was like Jabravka all day of the week for me. Well. I'm glad I don't live in your calendar, mate. Like, it's just, it's just yeah. I, look, opinions, opinions, but Nick Pope is a massive part of what we did last season. He's yep. still a big part of what we've done this season. Should have caught the ball against Wolves. Totally understand that. Shouldn't have got sent off against Liverpool last season. But my God, there's been, if you want to, I bet if you go to individual errors in terms of chances missed by strikers and errors by Pope, like they all make mistakes. It happens. Yep. It's not. It's not on a game to game basis. And, look it would have been it literally would have been 6-0 if it wasn't for Nick Pope last last saturday and i'm not saying yeah. that's a great like you know testament to him that like he stopped it from being 6-0 and it was 2-0 but my god like what are we to, what are we doing this is this is what i'm talking about like we've grown at such an exponential rate that we're talking about a keeper who uh, had a massive effect on our season last season his first ever season to now being this keeper who's not going to take us forward, this keeper who needs to be changed, this keeper who should be one of the first priorities out the door. I just don't know what world we're living in. I think it, we've just been spoiled a little bit. I think we need to take stock a little bit. I'm not saying that. I want to accept mediocrity, but by no means am I going to punish a good performance either with verbal nonsense. So, yeah, well done, Scott, for asking the same question of three weeks ago. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Nick Pope's the boy. Nick Pope is the man. I love yeah, him. Yeah. And Yeah, whatever. He makes, yeah. he makes a mistake, but who, who, who doesn't?
2: And, exactly, find me, exactly. and tell me
1: what keeper you're going to buy as well. If you want to put yeah, something in the comments, exactly. yeah. And tell me, or and be realistic. Because the last person who was the, 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 the one you could buy was feckin' Onana. And he's not exactly lit the world on fire. So we're not going to spend £100 million on a goalkeeper. So tell me realistic who we're we going to sign to replace him. And, and-
0: Arsenal oh, so aren't going to sell us Ramsdale, no matter how much. No. and I don't think he's much of an improvement to be honest. Yeah. It's probably horses for courses. No.
1: An option C, if you're telling me that Debravka should be starting over Nick Pope, then I don't want to tell you. I don't. It's as if Nick Debravka, Nick his brother Nick Debravka, Nick Debravka, his brother. Um, no, um, Martin married Dubravka. into the family
0: though. Yes, he did. Yeah, <laughs> um,
1: yeah, yeah. Like he had, a, he's always had a mistake in him. I know he's like quite good with his passing, but again, he's always had a mistake in him, and I think, yep. just. Yeah, I think we're just talking nonsense, but hey man, this is just one one guy's opinion. So we'll, we'll move slightly further up the pitch, Daryl. Um defensively, there is
0: a little bit of a selection headache for how. And it and it's on that on that right wing, uh sort right wing, right wing back position, uh because obviously you've got Kieran Trippier who, you know, we all know what he brings to the table and you know, you kind of question anything that he does because it is all 100%. But we've also got Tino Livramento who, when he gets his chance, he takes that chance every single time. Yeah. Um,
2: you know, what do you do? Well, I think the answer lies in the fact that Dan Byrne is injured and Lewis Hall yep. is ineligible for this game. So yep. the answer is therefore, everybody's favourite well, I know it's not everybody in the in the group chat's favourite idea, but Trippier to left back and Tino at right back. Also well, my mad. Target's injured as well. Yeah, yeah well of course yeah you know, so there you go your options are getting really limited on that side so no, i think it's still it's a much... he probably still is isn't he he's well no he, i think he's all right but i think eddie would rather play Trippier there um and yeah. i think it's probably the simplest solution and mm-hmm. just do that get him in
0: yeah and i think obviously the other thing to bear in mind is and, and we'll do the preview for this the next game uh before it kicks off but we do have paris in a space of three games mm-hmm. uh, three days sorry uh after this one um these fixtures are coming thick and fast, like we said. Um Matty, when it comes to the middle of the park, obviously, you know, the two Brazilian lads have been away. Um mm-hmm. Bruno, I think, only played one half of football uh, in the last game. And then Joe Linton came on and played however many minutes it was before he got a red card for not punching We're someone in nothing. the face. Doing for doing nothing. nothing. Yeah. yeah. Um do you expect yeah. any of those to 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 start or do you think it'll be maybe a a Willick Longstaff and Miley uh center?
1: Three. Nah I don't think so. I think I think I fully expect them to start. I expect Willock and Longstaff to start as well. That's that's my prediction. Um Miley's got something about him. I like the way he carries himself. Mm. He's mature beyond his years already. He's not shying away from the ball. Big, tall lad. I just think that football maturity is gonna come in time. Um mm. but I just don't think just given how the game went. Uh, against Bournemouth, I think they want as much experienced players on the pitch as possible. Um, and even with Paris in the pipeline, like which just the hand we've been dealt, we can't yeah. uh, unless we score a couple of goals and somehow see the game off early, which is is, is doubtful. You're not going to be able to manage the squad much. Um, you might see Miley come on for legs in midfield, but my opinion is that you're going to start as many first team players as you can, and I think that will involve. Seeing that linton Willock dynamic again on the left, which is something we haven't we're starting to see mm-hmm. again, which I love, absolutely love that mm-hmm. uh, last season. And then you'll just have Bruno, Bruno, and Longstaff. I mean, I know we we heard that Longstaff was carrying an ankle injury. Hopefully, the, the time off's done him good, because he is, as we saw last season, so important. Was when people think he isn't, as soon as he's out of the team, that's when it's glaringly yep. obvious how how yep. how how important he is to to this team. So, yeah, I think midfield is just going to be nothing new. Hopefully, hopefully, it's not going to be forced into anything as well.
0: Yeah, fingers crossed. Obviously, you know you don't want to pick up any more injuries to this list. And I think Eddie Howe would probably um, put his fist through one of those nice new glass panels that they've installed on the uh, on the touchline where, um, where they sit, if anyone else went down injured. Um, obviously, I think when it comes to striker, it I think we've only got one option, and it's Isak. Mm-hmm. Um, the one question would be, though, Daryl, obviously, you know, you've know got Miggy coming back, and we we're kind of seeing Joel Litton play on the left a little bit with Willock, as Matty said. Does Anthony Gordon get a little bit of an extra rest in this one, play Miggy on the right, Joel on the left, and then bring him on if it's needed, or even bring him on to replace Isaku? Maybe he's can't play a full 90 yet because he's still come back from injury.
2: Yeah, um, I think for me, and, and I'll just quickly go back on the midfield in this as well, I think the midfield for me would be Bruno Longstaff, Joel And I actually think that Willock will start from the bench. Uh, I think the, the front three would be Gordon, Isaac and Almiron. Um, the mention of Isaac as well is because he's coming back from the injury that he's had, it's a bit of a gamble to try and risk him to then expect him to play against Paris midweek and then obviously Man United coming after that the week yeah. on Saturday as well. So it's a really big test for him. And I think, like Matty said there, that if we can somehow see the game off, as unlikely as it is, if you see the game off early and be in a position to then rotate, then that would then be the perfect time to get Isaac off and keep him for Tuesday night against Paris, likewise with Anthony Gordon, or move Anthony Gordon in and then be able to bring Joe Willock on, um, maybe rest one of the midfield three and give Miley some minutes. It's going to be really interesting and again, we are limited in terms of squad rotation, squad management, and we really already know what the casualty list is like if you try and run everybody in every game. Um, and like we've mentioned earlier that schedule that's coming up now with the 10 games in 31 days is just going to be so intense and it's going to it's really going to take its physical toll on the squad and we we struggled we have you know it's you know we have to be honest we have struggled up until the international break with managing those games with unprecedented injuries that has to be said so hopefully we can get the other lads or some of the other lads back asap so that we have these options and we can prevent a repeat of that scenario again going into Christmas.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think um I don't think there's anything more that needs to be said other than predictions. <sighs> Daryl, I'm gonna stick with you this time. Because I saw Matty shaking his head, he's like, Don't come to me. I can tell, <laughs> you can tell in your eyes, Matty, <laughs> you were saying don't come to me. So Daryl, I'm gonna stick with you. Yeah. What's your prediction for this one? Um
2: Two yeah, two.
0: Elaboration or are you just two two, that's it, see you later.
2: Um I have a Split funny room. feeling we'll probably be able to go ahead and then unfortunately we'll have to try and manage the squad and then the changes that we make may come back to bite us a little bit and Chelsea able to take a late advantage like they have done in previous games and call it back for a point. You
0: take a He's point.
2: Exactly,
0: he's at the score once. This, uh, this game age. Um, Matty, I'm coming to you now. <laughs> oh, he's muted
2: himself. You're on
0: mute.
1: Like I'm on, on a call at work. Um, yes, um, <laughs> I'm back in the room. Um, yes, I feel like this is going to be like an unjust Chelsea win. Like, do you know those ones where you just ignore, annoyed at it? Like, not annoyed oh, at the players, no, not annoyed at the manager for his selection. Not annoyed mm-hmm. at anything at the performance really. Just quite similar to not Bournemouth because Bournemouth like they, they played the team in front of them and they got the win. We were we were poor. We were ravaged by injuries, totally knackered, but we still played pretty badly. So you have yep. to still mm-hmm. give that. I feel like at Chelsea, it's just gonna be like they're doing their best, man. But it's just and then they just sort of get some scabby couple of goals or something. Mm. I'm gonna go two 0 Chelsea, but like it's 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 not. I don't want to. And I'm not saying it's like... It's not like my old negative ones where I just think we're going to get beat all the time. I just think it's just the way things are and the options Chelsea have. they will be... I know it was an national break, but they'll be coming back from getting at least four them four goals against Man City. the late equaliser yeah. as well. They're starting to feel like, you know, they're playing well against the big boys now. And it'll be one of those ones where they come to Newcastle and I just feel like they're going to win and they're going to act like it's some sort of massive victory when really you're playing half team. But you can only play the team in front of you. I don't want to be celebration police at all. Um, but yeah, my heart, I want to say, like Daryl said, we score first, and it's like, oh wow, lifts us, and anything can happen. I want to hope that one of those, you know, fairly physical players they have in the center of the park, like Casado, might get a red card. I don't know, but we, I think we need something like that a decision to go oh, yeah. our way. And it's not, I'm not saying we haven't had decisions go our way. If there's any Arsenal fans mm-hmm. watching, it has been 18 days, everything's going to be all right, but um. <laughs> Yeah, I just I just want something to go our way so we can we can sort of get a, a hold on the game. It's just going to be really tough to sort of, but we need to, to certainly do better than we did against Bournemouth. But I have full faith that they have they have the ability to do it, even with the players that they've got at the disposal. And of course, you know I have no doubt in this manager whatsoever. So we'll see. Yep. But I, I still think that Chelsea might just just get a win on this one.
0: Yeah, it's interesting you said. Red, it's right. interesting you said red card, and there's no Kai Havertz, and there's no Dan Byrne on the field. Um, oh, Kai Havertz is <laughs> for Arsenal now, and Dan Byrne <laughs> is is injured. Um, no. so we'll see who else picks a fight. Um, although the the Brazilian boys may not uh, may not like playing the. Uh, I tell you what, Argentinian lad that they've yeah, got in the middle.
2: Joe, Joe Linton and Enzo might get into it.
0: Too <laughs> might much.
2: too. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Oh yeah, because we'll, kicked Joel... off, didn't it? Kicked off Big Style. Yeah, yeah, did. Did. Big That's Style. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see, see what happens. That could just be water mm-hmm. under the bridge when it comes to, you know, this <laughs> country. We'll see. <laughs> uh For me, I'm envisioning a a a, a, a very poss- possession heavy game for Chelsea. I think they're going to have a lot of the ball. They're going to really press us quite badly. But I picture a smash and grabs. Quite it's kind of, kind of similar like the Arsenal game. I think. I think we'll nick a one nil win. As 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 yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's coming yeah.
0: back. We want to play.
1: Yeah, from Belgium. He can yeah, come yeah, out the yeah. ambulance. Wait,
0: hi. We'll get the drones. I'll yeah. pilot from the Netherlands. I'll fly <laughs> over to, um, to <laughs> Belgium. Pick them and up. Everyone's like, ought to return injured player. Not
1: it's that's Isaac
0: Hayden's music, Isaac Hayden. And then we'll <laughs> get a, a fine for however much we're fielding a player that isn't registered. Absolutely no, brilliant. Yeah. No, I think it'll be. I think it'll be 1 0 um, to Newcastle. But I think it'll be, like I say, a bit of a smash and grab. I think it'll be all Chelsea through most of the game and then. You know, as Chelsea run out of ideas, which, you know, obviously not of recent times, but they have seemed to do that in games up to, you know, probably before the past three, four weeks where they try a lot and they just don't, nothing really comes off for them. I think that's when we kind of, you know, maybe the change is made. Eddie Hell brings on someone with a little bit of pace. He's got a bit of energy and, uh, yeah, we'll get a goal nicked. Um, no controversy. That's all I want, though. Can we just not have me on this game or, you know, anything like that? Just just solid decisions. Decent referee, and why are you worried
1: going to get another decision right? Like, last
0: <laughs> <me>? <laughs> do you know what? I'm not bothered by how the decision goes, I'm just sick of the, the yeah, me too, on in honesty, yeah, in all honesty,
1: in all honesty, from a football and fan perspective, I get it. I get it. We're all poking fun, we've all been on the different mm. ends of it, though. I think people need to realize this, yeah, forced man. crime course, words like conspiracy. Crystal Palace last, last season, yeah. Crystal Palace, people don't want the first ones to get on those lovely little apology letters. For a blatant mess up, one of the ridiculous, yep. ridiculous decisions that cost us two points. But yeah, it's it is. But we didn't silly. release the statement
0: ourselves, though. That's the difference. <laughs> difference. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's,
1: that's the point. I mean, look, it's all yeah. But like I say, it's good to poke fun. But some people just uh, that, And it, I, I, honestly, like if if it happened, shoe on the other foot, the exact same thing happens to Newcastle. There'll be sections of our fan base going absolutely wild. Like, let's face it. Simple as it's, 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 it's the way it is, and obviously I mean, we want better officiating. But bloody hell, I still feel I, I, I just, I am I have no hope of it now. So, <laughs> may the cards fall where they fall. If that's the, is that the saying? No, who cares? If
0: it's not, I'm taking it. Because yeah, yeah, yeah let, let them fall. If where it's not they a fall.
1: red card to one of our players, but yeah. <laughs> well, if the
0: referee drops a card, just just hand <laughs> not to him. Don't don't show him the other yeah, card. Like I think Gaza did many years ago. And got yeah. Yes. Um, well, we will draw a line under this preview. Thanks very much for watching. Thanks, Daryl, and thanks Matty for joining me on this Wednesday evening. Um, let us know in the comments below what you think the score's gonna be, what do you think the lineup's gonna be? Are you a Chelsea fan? Do you disagree with anything that we said or do you agree with anything we've said? Let us know in the comments below. We embrace interaction we encourage the interaction bring it on um if you've liked this video scroll down from it hit the little thumbs up button Uh, it goes a long way to get this video into the stream and feeds of other newcastle and chelsea fans um while you're there hit the subscribe button and you will get a plethora of newcastle united content from this channel and if you want to go one step further You can also become a member. It is $2.99 a month or $4.99 a month, depending on what you want to pay. And that gets you early access to videos like this, exclusive content on the channel as well. Uh, You also get access to the Telegram group and the Discord server. Um, Call of Duty is out now, so I'm going to try and arrange some Call of Duty multiplayer games for some of the lads on the Discord server. So uh, hopefully we'll get some multiplayer games going on. If anybody wants to join, you're more than welcome. Boys, thanks again. It's been a fun one. You're always welcome, Scott. I've missed doing these. It's been a little while for me, um, but they're coming thick and fast, so I'll be sick of them again in a couple of weeks. But (laughs) we (laughs) will see you all. I miss Sven
2: Botman. I miss Sven Botman. So do
0: I. (laughs) My name is Scott Tomlinson, and I miss Sven Botman. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to say something there, Matty.
1: No, I was going to go. Bye, everyone. (laughs) Uh, Bye, everyone. (laughs) Bye, everyone. (laughs)
0: See you later. Sports Social Podcast Network.